Today's episode of Locked On Spartans is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's show, we're just going to kind of monkey around. We got some mailbag questions that people threw at us, a couple topics about the transfer portal in basketball, and uh, some Elite Eight discussion as well. Keeping it topical. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, April 1st. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter. I'm not joined by Matt Sheehan today because he abruptly quit the podcast. Yeah, we got into a verbal altercation. No, this is a terrible April Fool's joke. I can never leave you, Will. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> hey, I was going to hop on here. Oh, I, I just got a text from Amani Bates himself, and he's committing today. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, I didn't have anything much yuck, better yuck, on this yuck, end yuck, of the yuck, microphone yuck. either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're working in the corporate world or in like a news dissemination world, ignore everything today. Yeah. Just yeah. standard operating procedure. No, I'm joined by my uh, typing way too loud co-host, Matt Sheehan. Uh, and I've already started doing it again. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I can't. I got my typewriter over here that I got to take notes on. I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. That's a catfish. <laughs> yep, exactly. Typewriter. Um, Matt. Will. I want to ask you a question. I want to give you an answer. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wow. do, like, yeah, okay. do it in a minute. I'm going to do it in a minute. On today's show, we are going to uh, talk about... Some Elite Eight stuff related to Michigan State because the Elite Eight was played. Now we have a Final Four. Uh, and Matt threw a topic out there that I thought was halfway decent, so we're going to run with it. And then we've got uh, a couple questions from listeners and topics that we're just going to kind of banter about. A real loose show today. Trying to keep it tight. Yeah. Which never works out for us. That's the plan for today's nope. show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's the question, Matt. Yeah, Will. Had the University of Michigan Wolverines basketball team beat UCLA, mm-hmm. how much money would you have won? Oh, Enough where I would have been satisfied with it for sure, no doubt. I I had let's my say, happiness. Let's say it this way. Let's say it yeah. this way. Multiply it by your typical one unit. You don't have to give the dollar amount. Oh, I need let's to calculate just say how much. Okay. Yeah, how much relative to what your unit is? Like, is it five times, seven? Seventy six times. times Seventy six times. Uh, my usual unit that I do. Um, yeah, just combination of futures bets. Had to had uh, live in-game parlays, halftime lines, the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, or also this week, whenever I bet on a game, I also tied in Michigan money line as well to make it a two-team parlay. So like Arkansas over first half points. Okay, I like that. But I'm also going to tag Michigan money line with it as well, just to sweeten the pot a little bit. And if I gotta watch those a holes win and go to a Final Four, well, this is really the crux of it. I want to be paid for it. I want to be paid for it. So yeah, I. Uh, I would have walked away pretty. Uh, so not 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 rich at all, but you essentially yeah. had a seventy-six to one basketball game that you were watching. 
Yeah, and I'm ecstatic <laughs> with how it shook out at the end and too. I was very happy. I, yeah, and I could have been happier. Do you know what? Do you know what helps though? Like, I'm still in the green for the tournament though. Like that's 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 what there it you go. That's what it counts. Not not as in the green as I would have been. Said uh, Michigan Ooh. could score above 50 points uh, in was, a basketball game, but hey, that's okay. You know what? Okay, that was a hideous basketball game. Fun mm-hmm. watch. Like you know, I'm not as yeah. um, like you know, seeing Michigan lose. That's you know, great. Um, mm-hmm. but I wasn't li- living and dying with it. Like I know some MSU fans were, and you know, I don't blame you for feeling that sure. way. Like you don't want to see your rival make the final four. I get it. Um, but that was, that was not an enjoyable watch, but a very enjoyable watch. <laughs> I wasn't living and dying by it until like the last 20 seconds where I knew that, Great. If they hit a shot, it's going to be one of those like game winners. We're going to see the replays of it for years and years and years. Like it's one thing to win a game by like seven, like they're supposed to. But if let's say that last shot banked in and went in, like oh my god, like that 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 would have been just nauseating to watch the next ten, twenty. Oh god, probably forty years or however long I'm on this earth for. Um, yeah, but hey, you know what? It didn't. Uh, yeah, no shame in saying it. I'm thrilled. It's great. It's hilarious. And yeah, I didn't mind the low-scoring game either. Like you guys know me, I'm a Virginia basketball fan. I'm an old-school Big Ten basketball fan. Like low-scoring games don't bother me. I, I don't know. There's something about them where like every basket means a little bit more. And yeah, it's it's the furthest thing from sexy basketball. But you know what? I'm a sucker for it. I'm a sucker for it. So we got I don't know, kind of a letdowny Elite Eight. I would say in terms of just like the quality of the games, right? Uh, three of four were stinkers, yeah. Three of four were stinkers, and the one that wasn't a stinker was also a stinker. 100 points on the dot, yeah. <laughs> 100 <laughs> right. points on the dot. 100 points on the dot. <laughs> um, You know who doesn't play stinkers in the Elite Eight, Matt? I think I know where you're going yeah. as well. Yeah. I, your Michigan State Spartans have not played no. a stinker in the Elite Eight no. in a long time. No, for better or for worse. And most of the time, it's for the better that they don't play in stinkers. Uh, yes. The only real bad one is the 2014 game. That was a stinker. Uh, that that was sad. That sucked, that sucked blowing that second half double-digit lead. But, uh, yeah, like I had the thought today as MSU was constantly tweeting about off their team account uh, on this day two years ago yeah. as we record this, uh, is the MSU-Duke game. And I, I was going to fetch the question like, oh, what's the best Elite Eight game MSU's played in? And I was like, oh, you know what, it might be obvious that it's the Duke game. Not so fast. Like, hold on. (laughs) They've played in certified bangers. Uh, 2015, yeah, just a casual ho-hum overtime game uh, against Louisville. Of course, the the Dawson Tippin. Uh, 2010, you take down the number one overall seed in Louisville. 09. Um, What happened in 09? I'm sorry, I'm blanking right now. Uh, 2009, you took down Louisville. 2010 was Tennessee. That was right. I I got it mixed up. I was going to say, something's wrong here. Hold on. Yeah, that's Tennessee. 2010 was like the one-point win uh, over Tennessee. The late free throws. That's right. That's right. Okay. And 09, it was number one seed Louisville, of course. Then 2005... Heavens. It is <laughs> a casual double overtime game. Uh, Kentucky grabs like two offensive rebounds and Sparks hits that three. An 87 millimeter off the line. <laughs> like, I remember. Oh, dude. So that's the one that sticks out the most for me. I do, you know, like all of these were just nauseatingly close games. I had blacked out or blanked out um, the the second Louisville game where they went to the overtimes. I just, I, I knew it was close. I didn't need to remember specifics of it. I just like mm-hmm. it. 
they don't need that in my life. They went to the final four. Yippee. Um, yeah. I wasn't even a huge basketball fan or MSU fan or like really like college. Ba- I, you know, I paid attention in 05, but I was 14 and it, it was on because I was in Florida. And I remember this like vividly. I was in Florida with my family visiting my grandparents and it was just on because, hey, it's the Elite Eight. Oh, team from Michigan's playing. I just, I remember that being the absolute longest review ever. It just took so oh, yeah. long. And that game was just, and I couldn't imagine being someone who was like absolutely vested in that game. I was, I was three years away from really caring. It about was horrible. It was horrible. Will. let me tell you, it sucked. <laughs> and just, I just remember how grainy the footage is. It's just like. Looking at that toe, was it on the line? Was it behind the line? <laughs> Zapruder film, baby. That's right. Oh my god, that that thing! I was like, wow, this is—they're really digging into this, and everyone in the the room was debating. Oh no, it's it's good. It's a two. It's a three. It's a two. It's a three. And it was just like looking back, yeah. and you're like, dear God, what a freaking elite eight came. <laughs> and it was like, eventually, the review was like, all right, let's just get on with it. Let's do this overtime thing. And uh, yeah, man. Just, not just one, but two overtimes. Like that, that Louisville game in 2015 was nerve wracking as hell. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> double overtime to go to the Final Four, especially when you came off of uh, beating Duke uh, in the round previous, the yeah. Sweet 16. Yeah, not, not too shabby. No, they did um, not beat Duke. Sure, they did. No, Duke won the national title. I'm all sorts of jacked up right you now. I'm are. Sorry, what man. are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've I've lost it. I've clearly lost it. They beat Duke in two. 2018 or 19 and then like 2004 or 2005 they beat in 2005 they beat duke in the sweet 16 i thought we were talking about 2005 i see where the mix-up was 2015 you said the double i jumped 2015 to talk about the one overtime and how excruciating that was and i jumped back to 05 to talk about how excruciating the double overtime was that's where we got mixed up you're bopping around flawless podcasting i'm sorry i'm i'm playing popcorn over here without being clear enough they beat jj reddick they beat jj reddick's duke team yeah no i believe me i remember duke won in 2015 i was there at uh (laughs) the game when they beat michigan state by four thousand points in the final four uh good times um man i miss it as fun as the first four was and sweating out an overtime game in the first four, well, here's a hot take. You ready for this? Yeah. I'd rather sweat out a game in the Elite Eight. Oh, boy. So the first four. You like that one? You like that so one, Will? So would I. Yes. Yes. I remember the Tennessee game, too. Uh, this is a quick personal story. I was working at McDonald's. Uh, I ah. picked up a shift there uh, back in uh, the old Mickey D's days, and uh, I just left someone hanging at drive through because uh, there was like five. It was at the end of the free throws to like ice the game, and uh, they were like, hi, can I have a... Uh, can you hold on one second, please? And uh, yeah, so I, I got to them after like 30 seconds, but it was, it was all good in the hood. Employee of the year over here, Will. That's right. I'm just looking at that 2015 Final Four, and it's like, you know what? That game sucked. Uh, <laughs> one of those teams was not like the other uh, oh in God. Indianapolis that weekend. Three minutes in. <laughs> three minutes in, it was like, well. Yeah. Yeah. They got there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And it was. Honestly, hey, time oh, yeah. of my life. That was oh. a team that was certainly not supposed Seven to be there. Seed. But, yeah, that was great. Um, yeah. All right. We're going to come back and talk about some transfer portal stuff with basketball. First word from rockauto.com. Dot com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. 
Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why? 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 Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same part somewhere else? Well, you would, Will, if you were just the world's biggest clown over there. Here. Here. <laughs> Instead, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. And there, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Get all these sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Matt, you threw a question my way about uh, the, the transfer portal for basketball, and I thought it was pretty good. We get one or the other. Did you just crack open a beer? No, a seltzer, Will. Come on. Not what a degenerate kind? over here. Uh, you know what? I got the uh, Bud Light out of Office Edition. I got the classic lime margarita flavor. Uh, it's very good. I must say. <laughs> it was my last day at the old job, so I'm celebrating oh, tonight. Oh, uh, right. this, this, this is only my second one. It's not like I'm coming on here like nine deep right now. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, we're in a celebratory <laughs> mood uh, here at the Sheehan household. First day starts tomorrow because I'm an idiot and didn't give myself any days off between the last day of the You're old so job dumb. and first day of the new job. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, one of, that's my head right there. One of my sneaky favorite things in uh, in the previous life where I was doing normal jobs was saying, all right, my last day here is May 1st. All right, um, I'm going to start the next job on May 27th. Yeah. <laughs> like, June 15th, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, we got to, yeah, I got to move. I got to take some time. Yeah, um, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. right. I'm not, I'm not going to work for three weeks, uh, maybe four, uh, deal with it. That's what a smart person would have done. But Will, you, you know, this by now. That's, that's, that's not, that's me. not you. That's not me. Okay. No. So Michigan state, this is a hypothetical Michigan state gets one more portal edition. That's it. And, and mm-hmm, right now, right now they don't even have room for one more portal edition unless someone else transfers and, you know, honestly, uh, every day that goes by, it becomes less and less likely that someone's going to transfer. You know, the portal is filling up and kids are committing quickly. So mm-hmm. if you want to transfer, like the quicker you do it, the better it's going to be uh, for your transfer process. So we'll see. We don't know. But say in theory, one more spot opens up. Michigan State hits the portal one more time. They can get either a wing or... Or a big. That's it. Mm-hmm. A wing or a big. What do you want them to add, Matt? It's a fascinating conversation. I've seen both parties. Uh, it's like, oh, we're only a big transfer away from being a great team. Oh, we're only a wing transfer away from being a great team. <laughs> For me, it, like, I think the answer is obvious. Uh, I, I do, I, Not too. to use the, the O word. I'm going to go wing here, Will. Like, is, oh. is that kind of... Oh! 
We're disagree. Here is where I come from, Will. Okay. Um, I, I value shooting in yes. the game of basketball. Uh, I think a lot of people do. Well, how many uh, returners shot over 35% from three? One. Um, coming into... Oh, it. well, you know what? Let me uh, crunch up... The... Well, it's one. It's Gabe Brown. He's the only guy that shot above 35% from three last year, and he was sitting at a cool uh, 39.5%, so mm-hmm. not too shabby at all. I just look at a lineup like... And I'm just going to throw some names on the wall. Let's see if this is a lineup that would ever take the court. Probably. Uh, Hogarth at the one, Aikens at the two, uh, Hall at the four, Marble at the five. Uh, uh, Aikens, okay. Like, his shot isn't horrible. Still a freshman, but still, like, shooting is one of the things that you're kind of about as he comes into his first year at Michigan State. The other three... (laughs) I'm not necessarily trusting either of those guys to shoot, um, so I really need a shooter there at the three. And if it's not Brown, like if he decides to not play 40 minutes a night, um, I, I don't know who else is like your shooter on this team. You know, like yeah, Tyson Walker, uh, he's fine, but I mm-hmm. imagine you know he, he's got to take a, a blow every once in a while. So yeah, for me, it's it's getting a wing, it's getting a shooter, it's getting someone that could fit into the either Josh Langford or Aaron Henry role. No, they're not going to be as good of players as them. But man, like, are you sure? It, it's 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 top. There's a lot of names on top. There's a lot of names on bottom. I, I, there's not a lot of wings though. It, it's Gabe Brown. It's Malik Hall, who's fine. But like, I, I would just love one more wing there to be on the team to feel a lot better about things moving forward. Um, would Max Christie work for you? He would. That that's right. Yeah. Uh, Pierre Brooks, I'm, eh, whatever. Pierre Brooks it, it, can shoot for, it. For me, it's the reluctance with freshmen. And you're right, Christy. Yeah. I, I, sh- I should have mentioned him in, I like, the, these Harris. guys need a break, too. Gary Harris yeah, came in and shot the hell out of it. I, I think He did, he did. Max Christie and Gary Harris are similar in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Ranking, playing style, skill set. Uh, Christy's bigger. And, I think, you know, Gary maybe a little bit better defensively. You know, we'll see. But Max Christie's mm-hmm. going to come in and shoot it. Like, I would be very surprised if he didn't come in and shoot the hell out of the ball. And Joey Hauser's so, going to shoot better as well. Oh, and has to. Yeah. Rocket Watts and Aaron Henry are taking 168 three-point attempts for, like, 27% hit mm-hmm. out the door. So that, that uh, in and of itself should uh, help things. But, no, I, I you know what? I don't totally disagree with that logic. Like, yeah. There's another, no bad answer. Like, both would be no. great if we can get both. You know, it'd be awesome if just Amani Bates showed up and was like, "Oh, okay." God, just <laughs> mm, let's go, let's go. Um, I'm I'm saying a big, yeah, I'm saying a big. Uh, man, I don't know if you know this. Julius Marble, Bingham, and Sissoko aren't tickling your fancy over there. Kithier as well. Kithier, excuse a, me, apologies. Yeah, it was a tough year at center for your Michigan State Spartans. Was it? I remember yeah. everyone playing like uh, <laughs> like Shaq this year. Yeah. That's, that's why I remember. Um, of the players in the front court, and we can consider Malik Hall in the front court, but kind of, you know, he's an undersized mm-hmm. guy. Like, who do we feel really good about as a, a big coming in next year? I think Joey Hauser on offense is going to be totally fine. He's still, like, also. he was, wasn't was great this year, but still shot it relatively well. He turned it over too much um, and, and didn't shoot it as well as he's able to mm-hmm. i think you know if he shot at 38 percent next year from three i wouldn't be stunned you know God, that'd be fantastic that'd be wonderful yeah. I, I would think he should get better 
So that's someone you feel decently about offensively. I feel, you know, Marcus Bingham defensively feel great about. Other than that, you know, Malik Hall, I, I do like the potential. And it's, you know, sophomore going into a junior. Can he actually shoot 36% on more volume from three? That would be absolutely wonderful. Can he do more with the ball in his hands? Can he increase his role? I know he can do stuff defensively. Like, it's just there's not a lot of sure things at the four and the five on this roster. Beyond fair. Yeah, definitely. So, and if you bring a guy in, and I don't know if this is going to happen, just for an example, though, John Harar from Penn State, somebody we mm-hmm. know they made contact with uh, who wants to play uh, another year. Their efficiencies would go from, I think, they're projected 10th right now on Torvik going into next season. Okay. Add it, you can do it. It's really cool. You can add and subtract people to it. Um, and if you add Harar to Michigan State, they go from 10th to 2nd. <laughs> like, wow, that yes. big, huh? Man. He, his offensive rating was 119.4 last year. He's the ninth best offensive rebounder by uh, percentage. He uh, gets to the free throw line a ton for how much he shoots. Um, he's an efficient, he shot 55% from two. So he's relatively efficient there. 69% from the free throw line. So like, you know, solid there, but gets fouled a ton. He's like, um, it's like Kithier on steroids. Honestly, I was, I was just going to say, do you know who he is? Well, this is here. Here's a mean sentence. Uh, he's who the coaching staff wanted Thomas Kithier to be. Kind of. Yeah. Sim- nah, not kind of just yeah. straight up as I think it's yeah. Yeah. Almost down to the same height. Um, yep. yeah. Yeah. Best offensive rebounder in the conference, third best defensive rebounder in the conference. Like he's a really good basketball player, and he's not someone that requires much to be impactful. He doesn't need the ball right. a ton. So that would be like someone like that, and it doesn't have to be him, but someone like that who can just come in, rebound, set good screens, make some nice passes, and just do solid good stuff as a big who you can rely on to play 20-plus minutes every night. That would be absolutely fantastic. That that is so, a need, Matt. Let's just split the difference. Okay, so a guy that shoots well, he can also play center, like Chet Holmgren. Let's just mm, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll settle for that, right? Yeah, I, I, that's I would not too settle. greedy, right? Okay. Yeah, and if you can't get Chet, someone of like a comparable skill set or a comparable like uh, yeah. ceiling draft projection, someone like Amani Bates would be. Yeah, right, be, right. Yeah. We're not too we're not unrealistic here. We're no, we're settling if anything. Yeah, really. I mean, John Harrar, Armani Bates, what's the difference? <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> oh, man. let's pause here for a sec. We'll come back and finish out with some questions uh, from the mailbag, some random things that we got here. First word from Bet Online. Dot A-G. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL are now in full swing, and college basketball has the final four coming up. This weekend, BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show is also brought to you by Bill Bar. Bill Bar, build those bars. 
We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market for a long time. Now they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And like I said, amazing tasting protein bars. It's, it's as good as you're going to get in the protein bar game. And now, now Matt, it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. I'm sweating over here, Will. Sweating. Nothing? I get, I get nothing from you? Did you die? Did I break up? Matt's gone. Can you Matt? hear me? Matt? Oh, that's fine. Oh, no. It's fine. I can't hear him. Today's matchup is uh, <laughs> Cookie Dough Chunk. And you know what? We don't... We don't. Are you here? Are, are you here? <laughs> okay. There we go. I got you back. Okay. That's going to sound right. wild. I'm keeping it in. Today's good, matchup good, 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 is good. Cookie Dough Chunk <laughs> and uh, the winner of Mint Brownie and Coconut Brownie Chunk. We don't have a winner yet, so we don't know what the championship matchup is, though. Either way... That's, yeah. Okay. Either way, Cookie Dough Chunk's winning. That's fair. I, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, Cookie Dough Chunk is king. It's it's the Gonzaga of this tournament. Let's be honest. That's the thing, right? Like, I was just going to say, yeah, we like we know who's in the final in one end of the bracket, but not in the other. Like, very comparable to what's going on this weekend. Yeah, it's all good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, that. if you want to vote, go to BuiltBar.com or at Bar underscore Built on Twitter. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Are you ready for the NFL draft? No. Well, to get ready, you can join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings with analysis on 2021 draft prospects. And we've got team centric guest mock drafts right around the corner. Follow Locked On NFL Draft Podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Matt, we got a handful of listener questions, topics, stuff like that from uh, a tweet that I sent at you asking what we're going to talk about. So I want to address a few of them here. Did you see the one about the movie Road Trip? No. Okay. Do you know what the movie Road Trip is? Mm, no. Okay. No. Okay, I will give you $5. I will Venmo you $5 right now. <laughs> okay. If you can name a single person that was in the movie Road Trip. Oh, man. Uh, okay, I think I know one person. I will also give you a hint that there's a person in this movie who has mm-hmm. a name that is yep. incredibly close to a mutual friend and former podcast host of ours. Oh, Wow. I was going to guess uh, Chevy uh, Chevy Chase. Is, is he that, in or no? Is that your final answer? You get one guess. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a second to think. You yeah. get one guess. One guess. Let me know when you have your one guess. I got my one guess. Okay. What's your one guess? Paul Costanzi? Is that Wrong. even a person? That was I close. Just made that up. Was it? His name's Paulo Costanzo. Oh, <laughs> his wow. Paulo. Paolo. Oh shoot! Changed up the vowel uh, yep. th- at the wrong name. Okay, okay. You know, nice. um, uh, Paul has in his Twitter bio like I didn't play a X person and whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. That's that's the guy. <clears throat> now that makes sense. Wow, uh, I'm sure it's a great movie. I'm sure, yeah. sure, it's a great film. Um, Sean it, William Scott is in it. Schiffler. Sure. Who can forget? Tom Green. Uh, sure. Yeah, I love his work. Great. Yeah, Amy Smart. She's pretty famous. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Brecken Meyer. Uh, 
You could be making up all these names, and I would have no idea, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I've got zero idea what you're talking about right now. <sighs> I know. I'm just I'm just digging in so the people who do know. You don't know who Tom Green is? I've heard the name Tom Green. You really don't? Like, if I said, what is Tom Green famous for? You could not answer me. Uh, my answer would be, I think it's Spider-Man. Is it Spider-Man? It is. That's a really good guess. Oh, man. Okay, that was one of those answers, like, if I get this wrong, this will be really embarrassing, but I, how, you know, I've done that before this podcast, so what's one more? <laughs> no, shoot, that wasn't the correct answer, was it? No, you nailed it. Oh, okay, all right. I'm green. Spider-Man. Mm, I'm starting to think that's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> the, this man doesn't look like someone who's played Spider-Man. <laughs> no, no, Tom Green has never been Spider-Man. Yeah, upon further review, this man would make a lousy Spider-Man. <laughs> hmm. This question comes from Maxwell Klitschke. Klitschke? I don't know. Max always tweets funny things at us. I don't know how to say your name, Max. Sure, yeah. If you had to fight anyone inside of one of East Lansing's drunk food establishments, which oh, one would it be? And why you can use whatever is in the restaurant, however you want. As a note, Conrad's on Abbott Grand River still exists for this <laughs> hypothetical. All right, so we know Maxwell's answer. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I, gee, I haven't been in a fight since oh first grade probably. Uh, okay. So like, I, I'm not in the fighting game. I'm in no shape to fight, uh, whether it be cardio or just physicality in general. Um, so what I do have working for me, though, and this is what got me by in a lot of sports uh, in my youth, Will, is speed. So mm. I need a place with a lot of area. Oh, I know. And that brings me to one place, the Double Decker <laughs> McDonald's. The Double Decker <laughs> McDonald's. Uh, if I could run upstairs, downstairs, yes. if I can come downstairs with a flying knee on the person, that's my best shot. Like, if it's close quarters, like the old uh, Goombas location, where it's basically uh, an elevator, <laughs> yes. no way. Like, I'm I'm toast. Like, I, I need a large, large establishment here, Will. So, yeah, it's, it's got to be Double Decker McDonald's for me. I thought about that. And for the exact same reasoning, in yeah. that, like, there's room to run, and that's my best speed yep. speed and quickness although I, I i'm i don't know if i'm fast anymore i still think i can be a little quick you know quick twitchy make cuts right mm-hmm, don't have sure. the long speed i used to have but i can still make some cuts oh, you so i might help you oh i'm sorry go ahead you're gonna go there my bad i'm going somewhere that has just a shit ton of tables yeah just mm-hmm. tables and it's hard to walk through it is it's chaos i'm going <laughs> the grand river taco bell yeah, it was Grand River Taco Bell or the Grand River Menas, uh, rest in peace yes. for, for me. Just ta- a maze of tables out there, <laughs> as, Just, as far as the eye can see. Give me chaos <laughs> tables, and I can go in and out and cut, and like, yeah. you know, I can throw things that there's sauce packets and stuff I can throw. And if we do end up behind the counter, um, I've always wanted to like put someone's face in a quesadilla press. Holy cow, you're evil. Oh my god. I, <laughs> no. Not even my worst enemy, I'd do that too. <laughs> no, um, I would No, but you know you, there's oh yeah. um there's a, a ton of different ingredients at Taco Bell, just like a McDonald's. And they all have yeah. little like drawers and things that you can pull out. Like you can pull that out, throw it at somebody, I can throw cheese, hit them with mm-hmm. the the plastic container that everything comes in. You know, there's a lot of things behind the counter there that I can just throw yeah. and try to get away. 
a lot of wet ingredients too. You know, oh, like yeah. you can throw out a lot of like oh, oil yeah, slicks uh, to say, yeah, the sauces, like the queso, the quesad- yeah, the quesadilla man. sauce that is just terrible. You just spray it on the floor, and they will slide right through it. Yeah, man. No, like, have you ever seen a uh, professional tag? Like, if anyone listening hasn't, YouTube no. professional tag. Like, that's what I envision. Oh, it is quite the watch. It was on like ESPN two one day sometime this mm-hmm. summer. And I just watched it for like four straight hours. Sensational. But that's what I envision you as in like Taco Bell, just monkeying around, just being a complete acrobat oh, yeah. around yep. this uh, trap of table. Oh, that's a great guess. Or yeah. that's, that's a great pick. Okay. One more. This is from Steiner one eight two. Um, we need to talk about how Spartan stadium must bring back giant smoked Turkey legs. Okay, I'm gonna be Mr. Poo Poo. I, I, I'm not. I'm not a big turkey leg guy. I, it, it, it doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. I, I know that's sacrilegious because I, I know people go crazy over those things. Like in Disney World is, is one place where sure. they have them all the time, and it's like, oh, we should get a turkey leg. And I'm always like, we should. Like that just seems like a, a hassle. <laughs> just here's, a nuisance. Here's my take on turkey legs. The only mm-hmm. place I'm interested in a turkey leg is if someone is next to them offering me mead. That's all. That's the only time I want okay. turkey leg. Is if like a Renaissance fair. Yes, yeah. if there's a character actor offering me mead <laughs> as well, and there's a jousting tournament that starts in 17 minutes, yeah, I'll take a turkey leg. <laughs> but I know people are just so passionate over like giant turkey legs and whatever, and I, I I'm, I'm sorry to be that guy and be like, oh, I'm not with it. But yeah, I, I, I just give give me a pretzel with with cheese to dip it in. Just give me. Uh, nachos, if you will. I I, are, I don't need the whole mess of a turkey leg. What are your thoughts on the hot chocolate at the stadium? You know, it's it's good, and I can't tell if it's good because I'm going into the stadium uh-huh. anywhere between seven uh-huh. to eleven beers deep. Uh-huh. You know, like I or uh-huh. if it's like freezing and anything warm tastes good. It's, you know, I, I can't tell if it's that. So I I got a foggy judgment uh, scale, if you will, on that. It's uh, it's situationally good. That's what it is. It it, it, it kind of tastes like hot water with a brown cran dipped in it. But you know yep. what? Sometimes that's just what you need. That's hits sometimes that hits. Yeah, it, it right. is situationally great. The only time, to only times I've had the hot chocolate there has been when it's at a cold game and I'm freezing and like I mm-hmm. need a hot chocolate right now. You know what I love about Spartan Stadium hot chocolate is that you can't see it, but there is a pipe going from Spartan Stadium to the center of the sun where they <laughs> extract the hot chocolate water from. Like, that is the hottest liquid known to mankind is that hot chocolate liquid at Spartan Stadium. Doesn't matter how hot it is. Doesn't matter how cold of a day it is outside. That hot chocolate is always coming to you at 956 degrees Fahrenheit on the dot. You know what? That's what I need in that moment. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's not the greatest thing, but I will pay my five, six, seven dollars every single time to get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll probably do the exact same thing we just did. Yep. To be honest. <laughs> With Fade Friday. With Fade Friday. Yes. Bad. Fade Friday because we got a pretty interesting weekend uh coming up here in the in the sure. sporting world, Matt. Yes, Will. So that's planned for tomorrow. Please join us. Random rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, you got some trivia for us? Yeah, uh, four million dollars uh, to whoever gets this one right. What MSU wrestler won the one hundred and forty-two pound division at the nineteen seventy-two NCAA championships? Matt Sheehan. Uh, close. Uh, Tom Milkovich. Tom mm. Milkovich. Yeah, who can forget? 
Shout out to Tom. I'm sure he's listening. One time. Come on the show. If you're if you're Tom, come on the show. All right. See you guys. Go green.